Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first unofficial episode of Boo! It's a podcast. That's right, folks. We got a horror-themed month coming up in the podcast. Everything, all Halloween, spooky, ghost stories, all that, all, all that sort of stuff. We came up with this idea after recording this episode, so we wanted to give you guys just a little bit of a taste of what's to come. So... Yeah, we hope you enjoyed the episode, and we hope that you look forward to what's to come this month, because, boy, are we really in the spooky season this year. Enjoy the show. Favorite non-pornographic magazine to masturbate to, Malik? <sighs> Home and Garden. Now, hear me out. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the intro right there? Anything Martha Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> Is, is that is that the intro right there? I don't know. Is it the intro? I do like it. You tell me. Da, 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 da. Everybody, and welcome back to another fantastic episode of Hotza Podcast. I'm Tyler, and as always with me is Malik. Say hello, Malik. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just felt like, what do I go with this bit? Like, you know, like you're a kid, and like you're on stage, you get the microphone like right up to your mouth. And- <laughs> you're like, <sighs> Rolf's mind goes blank. <laughs> 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 the spelling bee episode. <laughs> and they just like, like, Ralph is not your dancing monkey. Just throws the mic. <laughs> well, welcome oh back, everybody, to, to another episode. I You're not welcome back. I hate that you people come here every week. Like, leave <laughs> us alone. I get no peace of day. Jesus Christ. Don't you people have, like, jobs? Like, the fact Go that away. we have to put a week, an episode out a week for you guys, like, yeah. Uh, God, it was up to me. You get no episodes a week. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. I'm not. I don't believe. I know you're not. You're the villain of the podcast. <laughs> I just got to save my own reputation here. <laughs> oh, please. You've already tanked on the South. <laughs> Damn right I did. So what's going on? What's new, man? What's new? Uh, man, just watch some. I've been reading, watching some AEW, because uh, we're going to be there next week. Uh, yes, we yeah, are. We're, we're going to see some wrestling live and in person. And Anybody see, in Philly going to AEW, look for us. And don't talk to me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Honestly, that would be the point where Malik would want to talk to you the most. Yeah, probably, but uh, yeah, we're going to go there. We're going to see a ladder match. We're going to see a big old, like, multi-man tag match. We're going to see uh, the big old uh, table. A big old, big old table. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, again, I wonder if they're going to have CM Punk. Or, or they, like, he, he's got to be doing something because we're, we're in Philly. Like, <laughs> what if he CM... just doesn't do anything? What if he doesn't even come out? That oh, I would feel some type of way. <laughs> Did that ruin the entire show Ooh, for you? That show, oh my god, I would turn to Dennis Reynolds where I just, you know, when he just like stares at the camera in the in the in the <laughs> when he's being interrogated, that would be me. Just like, being t- like after the show ends, you're going, well, it's time to go, Malik. And I'm just like staring <laughs> at the entrance and just like Malik with would like, pull the what look. all of Philly did at Royal Rumble 2015. For those of you that don't know, the Royal Rumble. 2015 Philly fans were so mad that they actually blocked the superstar
stars from leaving. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was a mess, bro. How, the WWE had two years where they angered the fans horribly around because they had 2014, which was when Daniel Bryan didn't come out, and then they had 2015. Oh wait, yeah, that was the that was the Royal Rumble that fans were blocking. Yeah. Uh, 2014. No, wait, well, no. It well, remember 20, 2015 was when Roman won, and everyone. Yeah, hated it. yeah, that was okay. So yeah, twenty fifteen was, was in Philly as well. It was it was two back to back years of of just like people hating the result yeah. of the Rumble. <laughs> Wait, Philly said was, we're fucking tired of this, and like, where, they were like demanding they put on another show. <laughs> where was Royal Rumble twenty fourteen? I'm gonna look this up real quick. Royal Rumble twenty fourteen. Uh, it was Massachusetts. In, it was in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Damn it. So we're still in Pennsylvania. And then 2015 is when they went to Philly, and that's where um, uh, that's where we had literally one of the greatest triple threats in WWE history: um, uh, Brock Lesnar versus Ro- but not Roman versus John Cena versus Seth Rollins. Yeah. Where and that's that's where Brock wrestled the match with the broken rib. <laughs> 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 oh my God! Seth's freaking frog splash to the table. Oh my God! Absolutely incredible. Yeah, that was yeah. impressive though for Brock Lesnar to keep fighting with a broken fucking rib. Yeah. There's that. There was 2018 where he legitimately just like potatoed Brock Braun Strowman in the head because Braun was wrestling too recklessly. <laughs> he was like, "Stop!" and just bam. <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, they should make Philly is just the Rumble City at this point, isn't it? Because we yep. had what we had 2004. We get a lot we, of them. Yeah, we had 2004. We had 2015. We had um, 2018. Yeah, again, it's just they should just make Philly the Rumble City. I think AEW actually does theirs a bit smarter, where like they only do four pay per views, but like they keep the cities they go in very like tight knit and very like okay, like we only go to these certain cities. Like for the, I think they had like what three pay per views in Chicago in one year, oh, and really? then like yeah, I'm, I can't, I, I may be wrong about that, but I think I remember they had like most of their pay per views in Chicago. And I thought, like, and it, but, like, that's smart because now, like, all these other cities are really chomping at the bit and really want, like, you know, an AEW pay-per-view. Now that, that confirms that when they eventually do, like, break away and go to, like, another city that, like, all right, like, when Phil, like, when Philly gets a pay-per-view, they're going to be like, okay, yeah, now definitely we're going to we're gonna go to this. Like, uh, I know they just announced that Full Gear will be going into, will be going to Minneapolis, I think. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I know the first Full Gear, I think, was in Baltimore. Oh, nice. But, uh, yeah, I know Revolution was in Chicago when it first – yeah, it was in Chicago when it first happened. So, yeah, just, just, just a lot. Again, I like I like AEW with the refreshing of, like, only four pay-per-views you have to worry about. Like, again, yeah, All Out, um, Full Gear, uh, Revolution, and Double or Nothing. And that's and that's the four. <laughs> yeah. It's, ni- it's nice It's nice schedule as opposed to, like, pay-per-view every month. Yeah, seriously. Again, like I, I've grown to like accept and like parts of the pay per view every month, but like again, I I feel like WWE should really bring back brand exclusive pay per views. Brand exclusive pay per views were like awesome because like storylines had time to breathe. You could put you could highlight people better. I think the last time we had a brand exclusive pay per view was in was it twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen? It was Fastlane. I know that much because it only had SmackDown. Oh really? Yes, it was. Yes, Fastlane once only had SmackDown superstars featured, and I remember that. Because it had it had the um the six pack challenge between like Cor- it was either six it was Sami Zayn, uh, Baron Corbin, 
Kevin Owens, John Cena, and AJ Styles for the WWE title, and AJ Styles won. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of it. SmackDown, we just got off of a big weekend because we went to SmackDown. Yeah, we went to SmackDown. We were there live. We yeah, yeah. we brought we brought our belts. We sat in the we sat in our seats and we 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 cheered. We laughed. We cried. We said we had we a great booed. time. We booed. Yes, we did, we did <laughs> you all that. Forgot thing. about the booze again. It was it was great. I saw a lot of my favorites. I saw Rhea Ripley and her. Big old back muscles. Ooh. It was a good time. <laughs> I gotta I gotta call out Tim on this podcast, by the way, because <laughs> fucking Tim on the way home, his back window kept going down. And he claimed that he wasn't touching it, but I know for a fucking fact he was totally touching the button. Because <laughs> you know how so Malik already knows, but when we were driving up, one of our friends who was sitting in the passenger side was like, oh, just put the child locks on. So I did, and we didn't have an issue afterwards, because this happened like four times just randomly. Uh, Tim's window would go down in my car, and I've never had this issue before either. So Sunday, Saturday, I forgot to take the child lock off, but Sunday I remembered, so I hit it off. And we drove around all day because me and Adam went to the movies and then like we went over to a friend's house afterwards and not that window didn't go down once. So I know for a fact Tim was pushing that fucking button. And Tim, <laughs> if you're listening to this, I know it was you and I'm going to call guys, you out on it. What did you guys go see? We went to go see the Transformers movie. Oh, right. I forgot about that. Which, dude, seeing that. that movie in theaters was fucking crazy because it's like... <laughs> No matter what, when when you're watching the 80s Transformers movie, you always expect Optimus to die because you know Optimus is going to die in the movie. Sorry, spoilers for anybody that's never seen it, but Cancel. if you don't know, <laughs> it, it scarred an entire generation. You have to know. So, <laughs> but yeah, so you, you don't, ex- you, you, you expect Optimus to die, but that doesn't mean it doesn't hurt still, you know, like you watch that scene at theaters and you actually, I've started to find myself getting emotional and so did Adam. We were like, God fucking damn. <laughs> it really sucked. Uh, I, I'd imagine. I think I'm trying. What, what else can I really look akin to that? Like, like. Uh, uh, I guess the closest thing I got to that is like season seven of Clone Wars, where I already knew what had to happen, but I'm still like dreading it. That hurts me too. Yeah. <laughs> like. Every time I hear that fucking song, I, I said it in the bonus episode because I was when I was uh, the bonus episode when I was scrolling through TikTok, uh, the song came on like from the ending of Clone Wars season seven. I get like okay. really emotional every time I hear that song because it's just so sad. I gotcha, I gotcha. For me, uh, I, for me, it's just like certain books I, I read. It's just like they 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 burn in my brain. Like uh, it's just it's it's a uh, damn. Uh, speaking of uh, Star Wars animation, I recently uh, just wrapped up season one of uh, Star Wars Resistance, and uh, holy hell, does that series really come into its own in the final ep- in the in the season finale of season one? Oh yeah. Yeah, like because like they the, the entire season they're on this station and they like s- spoilers, but it turns out it's actually a giant ship and they have to like get the first order off the ship. But uh, literally, like as like literally a few episodes before the finale, like BB Eight's been with them the entire like series because it takes place before Force Awakens. But then an episode comes and Poe Dameron says, "Hey, BB, we got a special mission to Jakku. Uh, it's all gonna go okay. You guys will be fine. Here's your new uh, astromech CV, but everything's gonna be a okay. Then, like four episodes later, they're seeing like the first order wipe out an entire system. <laughs> I'm like, oh no! What happened? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what happened? 
yeah, it's it's just it's so cool to have again. It's it's literally like Clone Wars. You know, it's cool to see like what's happening on like the peripheries of like these these major events. <laughs> it's it's and plus a really diverse cast. We've got Asian uh, characters leading Latino characters. Again, you love to see that stuff. Yeah, I fucking you know what you know what just popped in my head. What? Uh, uh, sorry to change the subject on this no, one, but uh, that's all I was gonna say. I fucking <clears throat> I can't get over the fact that I couldn't think of James Spader's name last oh. episode. <laughs> oh, <laughs> to give a little that. bit of clarification on that, everybody, for you guys, it was a quick second of just us ending the podcast and me, tr- and then me immediately cutting back in saying that it was James Spader. Um, that was like what, like ten, fifteen minutes? I was trying to figure that out. Us outside of the podcast. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was longer than it needed to be. Legitimately, a good 10, 15 minutes after we stopped recording the podcast until I finally... Malik figured it out, first off. I want to give you mad, I want to give you credit for that because that was you. You're um, welcome. Because I remember you were watching The Office. I'm like, Robert California, James yeah. Spader. You would, after how I just talked about how much I love The Office, you would think I would know it was Robert California and James Spader. But like, mm. I just did it. I, I completely blanked. I not only... I, I described it to Adam as it wasn't just a brain fart. That was like straight up just brain diarrhea. <laughs> my brain turned to fucking mush on that one. Uh, oh my! Uh, oh my god! Um, that reminds me. I, I recently re- decided to check out The Office on Peacock because uh, it just felt a little weird not going to Netflix and just popping it on. by saying, no, yeah. let's, let's check." I've, it's been a while, so I, so I watched on The Office. Speaking and I t- before you before you finish <laughs> that, I want to go ahead and add to everybody. I spent a hundred dollars. On the Office Complete series, <laughs> just for Diversity Day, just so I could say I had I was able to watch Diversity Day, because I thought Peacock took it off. Turns out it was fucking on there. <laughs> yeah, I, I literally went on. I'm like, oh hey, I literally went on there and watched Diversity Day. I'm like, wow, this is still funny as shit. Did they cut anything I would, out of it? No, it's still like there's literally the bit where he like he he says the bit to Kelly. There's still the bit where he does the Chris Rock bit that made me piss myself. <laughs> it's, it's just because Kevin goes, you know how there are some black people who do this. And yeah. you know, no, 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 <laughs> he he's, so he's ruining dull. it. He's butchering it. He's butchering it. Why? It's just, it's just <laughs> his like, it's just his manner. It's just the accent. Like, because it's always so ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> and now that they have the extended cut of it in the super fan episode, it's yeah, like, I know. Bruh. I didn't watch the extended cut. It's like, oh my god, there's oh my god, the bit where like Michael like puts the index cards on them, and he's like, "Come on, slavery versus the Holocaust, <laughs> like, let's do this." Like, but, oh my god, it's crazy looking at Michael Scott at like the early beginnings of the show, and then looking at Michael Scott like later. Oh on my god, I'll never forget when I first got Adam likes. to watch The Office with me, and I had to describe to him, "Listen, season one, Michael is a huge difference from the se- season like when he leaves because like later on, yeah, yeah, later on in the show, I'm like, he's gonna seem like a fucking asshole to you at first." But just give him a chance, and I promise you, you will love him. Like, yeah. and that—that's yeah, how, my- literally, how it went. Adam had two characters when he first started watching that he absolutely hated, and it was Michael and Dwight. Dwight, he never outgrew that hatred. He still hates him to this day. But Michael grew on him, like totally. <laughs> so it's funny, um, Dwight. So I watched the UK version of The Office, and my word, the UK version of Dwight is way worse oh i believe it's, it it's way because like it's just the way their humor works and um uh it's just it it's 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 not it like he's just he's not meant to be a likable character i don't think he'll ever have like the arc that like dwight has but like it's just like it, it he's he's a, like he's a little bit more like 
incel like and not instead of like creepy farmer like vibes in the uk (laughs) and it's like oh boy but uh yeah it's just like look not even it's just the way michael dressed and looked too like his hair he he has that like old like man boss hair where like he's like it's very thinning in the front and yeah it's like lines and like he's never wearing like the suit jacket his 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 shirts don't fit that well and like he just looks like kind of sort yeah, of like, you honestly know, that's I think about this boss. every time I go to watch The Office. That first episode when he's sitting there describing, um, how he's describing that Vietnamese person. It's like I want to name my child after you and stuff like that. That entire segment when you're watching that go down, the camera slowly zooms into his face the entire time, and I just sit there and I stare at his face and I'm like that doesn't look like Steve Carell to me. Yeah, it's it's yeah, like, like, again like as it's like because years... of the way he's doing the character. You're like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. so you kind of just seeing him as somebody else, you know? It's also funny to see um uh what what is it like uh certain other characters age like uh John Krasinski who's like the skinny guy and then later on in later seasons he gets like completely jacked. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know why he got jacked, right? It was uh, he was supposed to be uh, Mr. Fantastic, right? No, no, no. He was auditioning to play Captain America in the first Avengers. Oh. He, really, he really wanted to play Captain America, so he got really. I know jacked a lot of people wanted role. to be Mr. Fantastic. They still want to be Mr. Fantastic. I know. Yeah, uh, but yeah, he's he's the big fan cast for MCU. Honestly, with um, him uh, with him being as big of an actor as he is now, with a Quiet Place and stuff like that, I could see the MCU yeah. doing that. Yeah, he he he'd probably be the safe choice. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, my my personal pick was uh I forgot his name, but it's uh people my 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 good place fans will know him as Cheaty. <laughs> he was also in Midsommar as well, I believe. But oh, yeah. yeah, that's my that's that's my pick for uh um Mr. Fantastic. Uh, I think there's something else I I want to bring up, but I can't remember it. Uh, whatever. It's oh, always I, it's always when you're recording. <laughs> I want, I meant to ask. Like I, I figured it would be fun to talk about. What, like our, make like one thing we could do is like discuss like our top tens of like certain genres, like top ten video games, top ten songs, albums, and just like go into like why we love them and we could like pick something to start with. So like what's the one you like? I figured we could do like maybe our top ten video games of all time. I think I know I had like a list of them, but it's like. I think I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna have to like rework them. We could do like top ten movies. I don't know, like if you had one you wanted to do or like discuss. So if we're going top ten video games of all time, I could just read it off from the top of my head. Mm. Um, I don't know if I can get a full top ten going because I've played a lot of games, but like if I had to, it'd be number one is Paper Mario: The Thousand Year Door. Uh, that game has always stuck with me since I was a child. Um, we talked about this in the last episode about how much I love Paper Mario: The Thousand Year Door. I that's, gotcha. That's number one for me. Number two would probably be Gears of War as a franchise, oh, as not a franchise. just one particular. Really, game. really. Did I, did I, see, here's the funny thing. I actually have a Gears of War on my list, but like, it's like, it's it's just. Oh, we're going like, favorite out of all of them. Gears. Yeah, two. it's okay, okay, okay. Gotcha. So like, because I I did actually pick one Gears as like my personal favorite and on there. Uh, there's the Halo franchise. I love that. Um, Halo Two will always be my favorite for that one. Um, there is Transformers Fall of Cybertron and War for Cybertron. Those ones I can't pick between <coughs> the two. Both of them have their each own different aspects that I like about each. Uh, mm. So I can't pick between those two. So that'll be, let's just say, three and four. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Number five would probably be... Hmm. That's a... Probably Doom. Doom's really kicked it, things into high gear for me, and I really enjoyed mm. playing those over the past year. Uh, so Doom is up there. Uh, favorites of all time. That 
Mm. It, it's 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 definitely one to think about, and like you really think like, and there's a lot to consider. Like I had like there I is. got one like I don't know if you have like you're done, but I actually I have my list because like, and I kind of have like I, I base like I base my criteria off of like what not like how how did I, how did I enjoy it, how did I feel when I play it, and also like how is like how did it like affect me and my life like going forward through the game? And I had to think about it. So like mine's I don't have them like ranked in like any like particular order. Yeah. But like I did like I still like had to like um like I still like messed around with it. So uh for me I have uh Bioshock because I have like again that that's that again masterclass of setting one one of like the greatest first person shooters of all time. Yeah. Uh I have I had see I had Gears of War three because I'm actually in the minor I like Gears of War three better than two because like it's just like it's 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 just it's just the culmination of the trilogy it's like so much it wraps up so Gears much Gears three it is te- really good I cried a lot when Dom died I know that spoilers Jesus Christ just just spoiling and spoiling <laughs> what the hell if you don't know it? about if you don't know about that <laughs> by now it's been ten it's been Gears' tenth anniversary. Gears hey, 3. Gears 5 just came out recently. Maybe people think, oh, I've never played Gears 5. I'm going to get into the Gears of War series now. And now they can. When they get to 3, they already know one of the biggest moments in all the series is, you know, it just doesn't matter. All right. Well, I thought, spoiler I thought, alert I thought, for anything Gears related because. I thought I was the villain of this podcast. I'm going to continue on with what jerk. I had to say about Gears here. <laughs> I was really upset when Dom died, obviously, because that's a really sad person to lose. But, like, the trauma. That Gears 2 put me through when I first played it. I watched oh, yeah. Ty commit suicide. I watched Maria fucking become a fucking, like, basically a boneless zombie. And fucking Dom having to kill her. Like, it put yeah. me through a lot of trauma when I yeah. first played it. And then you found out the and end is... Then you find out at the end, Marcus's dad is still alive. Yes. You're like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> After you just sunk a city, the locusts have a queen that looks human. You're like, what is happening right yeah. now? The <laughs> the Lambits show up, and you're like, what is happening? It's, it's just like, what is this? But also, I got to give it to Gears 3, because Gears 3 gave me the opportunity to play as the bear, baby. True. Chicks dig the That was my first time playing as Damon Bear. I was like, chicks Dig the Baird, baby. I got to give you mad props for not saying, uh, like, for obviously Baird being your favorite character and not including Gears Judgment. Because <laughs> it's I, like, you could admit that it's bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, like, I love Baird. Judgment is, Judgment is, like, I didn't, I didn't even finish Judgment, man. I played through it. And I'm like, here's the challenges and criteria. I'm like, done. Done. Their challenge <laughs> is throwing, they're like, Don't I, need it. It, the thing is with that game is, not only is the weapon system different, you can only swap between two weapons this time around, which is dumb. Like, every, every almost every level has a horde mode in it, which is kind of stupid. Like, I like playing horde, but I'll go and pick horde if I want to play horde. I don't need it in my campaign, you know what I mean? Yeah, I got, I got um, And then just the fact that, like, their idea of a challenge is throwing fucking, like, two, like, they'll throw, like... Two boomers at you with two grinders and fucking three reavers, fucking four cleavers, Ooh. and it's, they expect you to just get through all that. Like that's not a challenge. That's <laughs> just throwing. That's just throwing bullet sponges at me. See, Bordel, I I love Borderlands Three, but Borderlands Three has a problem with that, where they have an enemy that's literally just there to be a bullet sponge. And I'm like, oh, this really? isn't challenging. They're just there to soak up the damage. Mm-hmm. Like it's literally like they they take so little damage, and and then they hit like a truck, and it's like, oh my god. Um, I don't think you ever got. I don't think you got to that point in the game. But, Probably uh, not. I, on on to the rest of my list. Um, 
a couple of these games I base not only around like my experience with them as playing them, but my experience before playing them yeah. as they were coming out. So like the uh, Batman Arkham City, uh, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, Borderlands Two. These were games I followed extensively. Like I like every dev diary. Every trailer, every scrap of info I could get, I followed these games. And to have them come out, and I was unbelievably hyped for them. And to have them come out and not only live up to, but exceed my expectations was like a whole nother feeling back then. Like, I think I was in, when these games came out, like uh, Arkham City, uh, Borderlands 2, I was in, I was in high school at the time. That's right, because... Borderland. I remember. I, I remember being a big Borderlands One guy, and I was thinking, man, I hope we get a sequel to this because, like, Borderlands One had gotten good reviews and like was like really good and like everyone liked it a lot. But like, and the DLCs were amazing. But I wasn't really sure if we were ever gonna get that sequel like, growing yeah. up because like it just it felt like only me and my group of friends ever played it. So and and the Borderlands One did have that cliffhanger at the end where like you found out that the angel that was guiding you was actually the Hyperion satellite, and you're like, well, what is this mean and um and it was just like well where is this gonna lead and and now Borderlands, and then borderlands 2 came out and absolutely put borderlands on the map as like a triple a franchise yeah uh, it's just, it was the same thing with assassin's creed brotherhood we're like see i have the greatest so like here here's how much of like an assassin's creed like diehard fan i was in middle school i would go on to the assassin's creed website almost every like day and just like Rewatch trailers or read bios I had already seen of a game I had already played to like the to death. And one day I said, this is before I followed like articles and leaks and stuff. So I had I so I literally I only found out about a game when I saw a trailer on TV or when someone told me about it. So I go on the Assassin's Creed website, right? And I remember this vividly. I remember I remember this because the kitchen, the, the computer was in my grandmother's kitchen, and I would go in on the kitchen. I would like, yeah, it's where a computer in the kitchen, whatever. But like, yeah. I would go in and I typed in Assassin's Creed, and I and I knew by heart, like, okay, the Assassin's Creed two logo will pop up, and it'll take me to either Etsy or Altair. I can pick one, and but it it was different. It was different. Because a video starts and the camera is in the upstairs. I'm like, what? 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 What's happening? What's happening? And it would go like, and, and then like one of the main villains of Assassin's Creed started giving a monologue about being a Templar. I'm like, what's happening? What is this? As a, as a kid in middle school, I was losing my like, what's going on? And like, it goes to like the Animai room because it was teasing the multiplayer. And then it shows Ezio and Desmond's faces glitching. And then it said Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. And I was like, what is this? What is this? <laughs> Like, and, like, immediately, like, and there was, like, a puzzle you had to solve, and I solved it in, like, a f- several minutes because I was, like, so into it, and it, like, teased all the characters you get to play as, and I was just like, what is happening? What is happening? And then uh, I think it was around, like, E3 hit, and they showed that first, no, it wasn't E3, it was, like, Gamescom or something, and they showed that first footage of, like, the fortress getting assaulted, and, like, I, ooh, young Malik was a menace to society when he saw that <laughs> Assassin's Creed teaser. Um, other games on here, I got uh, Skyrim because come on, you gotta have Skyrim. Like, dude, it's Skyrim. Like, dude, change yeah. the game. I still play it to this day. That was actually uh, to, to finish off my list. I was actually gonna do six is Skyrim, uh, seven is Brutal Legend. Uh, eight, Brutal Legend makes sense for you. Yeah, Brutal Legend. For anybody out there that doesn't know what Brutal Legend is, fucking go play it. That game is amazing. It's <laughs> like if you're a fan of metal music or just like like comedy as well it's got a great cast jack black is the main character he goes into like this metal this universe full of metal 
and everything's all about metal music and stuff like that. It's just overall really fun and funny game. It's so good. I highly well, recommend it. Um, I, I've never, nine, what's I've up? never played. I've never played Brutal Legend. See, Dude, you I don't have it. mine. It's ranked. on Game Pass. God, I should check it out. I don't have mine's ranked, and I don't. And I'm not doing it. Yeah, like I'm, I'm like not gonna. Order. So I'm just numbering these. <laughs> I think to, I've gone beyond anybody, ten at this point too. <laughs> to anybody that like thinks that this is like in terms of my ranking system, like obviously Paper Mario is my favorite game of all time, but like, and you know the rest are up there. But like, this isn't really. This is like. It's so much. It's not so much the quality of the game. It's about this is just like games that I prefer to play more than others. But they're all so, yeah. up there as my favorites. See, that's what I think. When I make these kinds of lists, I be, I don't just base on like whether or not the game's good. It's like what was my experience and like yeah. will I always remember the first time I played this game? And yeah. like for a lot of these games, like I remember the first time I played these games very vividly. Yeah. So eight and nine would be um, Assassin's Creed three and four. Really? Yeah, because both of those two are my favorites of all time for Assassin's Creed. I, so, see, I and love I can't three. choose between which one I like more. I also I also love three and uh four is also was like one where it's like, oh wow, this is like really something special here. <laughs> and then number ten would probably be I'm I'm actually still thinking about what that one would be because I got a I got a lot. <laughs> but go ahead and continue with your list while I think I about think it. what else I had on there was um I'm not going to detail, but uh, Mass Effect 2, because one of my favorite gaming experiences of all time was, uh, I, I I remember when uh, when the Mass Effect, I, I remember when Mass Effect 2 was first coming out, like, it was like 20, 2011, I think, and I was like very, like, it was, I, it was after 2009, I think, I can't remember what year Mass Effect 2 came out, but like, I thought, I played the demo, and I'm like, wow, this is such a cool concept, and I heard like how it worked, where it's like your choices carry over from Mass Effect 1 to 2, Adventure 3, I had a weird uh, I had a weird clarity amount of patience with uh, Young Malik where I thought, you know what? No, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait because Mass Effect 3 is going to come out. They're going to release a box set of all of them. And sure enough, in like 2013 or 2012, they announced the Mass Effect trilogy box set. And I just told my parents, that's what I want for Christmas. <laughs> and, I, and I got it for Christmas. And I played all the Mass Effects on my own time at my own pace by myself, didn't talk to anyone else about them, just like enjoyed them for what they were in the story. And my God, Mass Effect 2 is just, for me, like, that's the high point, man. Because I literally somewhat, so I remember back oh, back a while ago, Game Informer made, like, a, had a, had, got in a whole debate on, like, whether or not video games count as art, and should they be counted as art. And they say, and they, they gave a list of games that they felt counted as art. Games that actually do like if you ever like had to pick what games you pick would you put an art museum like they said like the examples where they said stuff like bioshock super mario uh heavy rain but the one that caught my eye that didn't think that like shocked me was mass effect 2 and i thought about it as i played through i'm like wow like it's a game where you genuinely do decide the lives of all these people who choose to follow you like if a character dies in that final mission it's not because of like um it's scripted it's because it's because of the choices you make and how you decide to go as a leader like that final mission the suicide mission is one of my favorite moments in all of gaming because yeah. literally right from the get-go it puts you in the driver's seat it's like okay this is what has to get done. Here are your options for who you can assign to what task. And if you don't get it right, you will get someone dead. Like it, <laughs> and it was just, it was such an amazing experience. Like I felt like an awesome space action hero, and I was like, "Let's go!" You know, <laughs> it was, it was so good. Um, I my think, last uh, my one has to go to this. This is two for one slot essentially. <laughs> Battle for, the original Star Wars Battlefront and oh Battlefront Two. 
Battlefront, the original, the original Battlefront. Those two oh. consumed my life when I was younger. The, I used to play a, them all the fucking time. Those, those, I'm gonna have to fit those on my list somewhere, or they're gonna be honorable mentions. I remember like being in middle school and just like being in middle school, me and like my four other friends, we would get together, we plug up the OG Xbox, the, the big black, just regular, <laughs> regular Xbox, the OG Xbox One, pop in Battlefront Two. And just heroes versus villains, Moss Eisley, just like Dude, absolute I remember all chaos. The, I remember a lot of great gaming moments. It was like um, the the nights that me and my brother used to stay up playing Battlefront and Battlefront Two. There were there was the uh, so when I first got introduced into Halo, it was roughly about two thousand and four, two thousand five ish, because the three sixty had just come out, and my uncle and my dad's side of the family got a three sixty, and he nice. gave us his original Xbox. Uh, as like a hand-me-down almost, and we took we took it graciously. We you know we accepted it. Obviously, we played it a lot. <laughs> we took it graciously. Like, uh, we're like, oh, cool, new console. You know, we get to play something other than our Nintendo sixty four. So we played it, and when we played Halo, man, oh my god, when we first played Halo, it's li- I it's will li- never uncle- forget. <laughs> your uncle's like the meme we share with Ponderosa, like Bungie giving you like check this shit out. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. But uh, when we first played Halo, me and Brandon, um, we so at the time at my dad's house, they had a finished attic set up for us to be our bedroom. So we would, we were up there. We turned all the lights off, and we were playing through Halo. And we got to the scene where the flood comes out, and oh my god, were we was, fucking shitting our pants! I was just playing that mission like, the other we night. We were so god, fucking Jesus. scared. Like, what is that? What is that? <laughs> like, <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was nuts. Uh, uh, there was one. Uh, trying to think. I think I have like what I, I'm pretty sure I've gone beyond ten. Cause I just there was some games I just couldn't squeeze out. But we'll just call it our top games of all time instead of top ten. But uh, I had Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption because like the first time playing through that, you'll never forget that one. Yeah, like, the story, the score, John Marston, the setting. It's like Ro- when Rockstar makes one, Jesus Christ, they make one. Uh, Witcher 3 The Wild Hunt, because I went to that game not knowing anything about Witcher, and then I walked out and I, like, Witcher became my personality for a little bit <laughs> after that. Like, oh my god. Like, I, it's funny too, because I got Witcher 3 and played, like, the intro, I'm like, oh, this is alright, but then I got sidetracked with other stuff, so I just didn't play it for a while. So then I thought, you know what, let me, and I, and, and then one day I was bored, I had some free, I had some free time finally, I, and I, ha- I saw it, and I'm like, you know what, let me get back into this. And I played it, and just, like, I was like, whoa, like, I was blown away by this. We're like, Jesus Christ, like, to, like, go on monster hunts and have to, like, research the monster and, like, make potions and stuff that'll weaken it. Like, there's a type of vampire called a Bruxa, and, like, you can, like, research the Bruxa, find that make a potion called Black Blood, drink it, and make your blood toxic to the vampire. So when it tries to drink your blood, like, it, you, you'd, like, you, you, you'd, You'd, you'd poison it or like some of the cool stuff where it's like the different monster hunts and there were intricate stories like the stuff where like oh the vampire that only drinks the blood of dead drunk people um the the vampire or like not not just there's not there's more than vampires but like you know the one where there's like an affair and then they, then they've re- accidentally like had a monster under their their house you had to yeah. help them it's like there was it was just so much it was such a surprise after like and witcher 2 was such like a sleeper hit too and like witcher 3 comes out and is literally like everyone's like game of the year that uh, in 2015 uh, yeah. 
L.A. Noir because I'm a big sucker for noir. I, I love that genre. And to have it done so well in such a cool manner and to have it actually do homage to classic noir stories like The Naked City was just so cool. Plus the facial animations, man. Like, Jesus Christ. Uh, who, there's an actor in it. Um, uh, Jonathan Noble, uh, Scarecrow from Arkham Knight. He's in it. And it's, 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 it's freaking awesome. Yeah. And uh, then I'll, I'll leave off with, uh, of course, uh, one, of my, one of my OG gaming obsessions, uh, Kingdom Hearts 2. Dude, I, abs- I absolutely loved Kingdom Hearts, man. Kingdom Hearts was wild because, like, you had the um whole, you had the whole like, oh look, it's there like you're going around to Disney worlds and you're fighting the villains and doing all this great. It's like as a kid that blows your mind. You're yeah. like, what? I'm going to Kingdom Disney Hearts worlds? was a game that I always wanted to play as a kid, but I never got to. Gotcha. Yeah, I dude, like ah, oh, I I feel sad because that was one of the because like I had it on my um. Uh, um, my uh, my my PlayStation Two at the time. I just I played that to oh my god I, the stress that Kingdom Hearts Two Final Boss would give me Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my, the, I, I'm re- I'm having like PTSD flashbacks now thinking of it just like tapping triangle and square to dodge all the lasers with Riku and Sora. Oh my god. <laughs> Fucking um, I'll never forget when I first played Skyrim. That one was really big because I was in high school when that came out. And I remember just everybody talking about Skyrim at this point. See, it's that's funny because I was in high school when it came out, but when I first played it, I was in high school. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, well, Skyrim I, came out in 2011. I was a junior in high school at that point. Mm, and mm. I remember, like, everybody was talking about it. Like, yeah, man, fucking Skyrim this, Skyrim that. And then, like, I just kept hearing about it so much that I was thinking about trying it. And then I remember one day in the lunchroom, I was with Adam because we had lunch period, the same period that year. And uh, Adam was like, yeah, I picked up Skyrim the other day. I was like, I've been hearing a lot about that game. What's it about? And he was like, he took like the entire lunch period explaining to me this game. And I went home that day and I bought it. And uh, I, I actually, I don't remember. Well, yeah, I think before, I bought be- it that Before that you continue, day. I got to say the obligatory. Adam is a filthy imperial. Uh, as we say, uh, his opinions rejected because a Thalmor dick writer is detected. <laughs> <laughs> continue on. So I remember I picked it up either that day or I like waited a little bit to get some money up and I got it eventually at some point. I forget how I got it. But uh, I rem- all I remember is playing through it. And I remember, like, I had my 360 out in the living room at the time, so I used to come out, like, every night and play out in the living room and stuff like that. And, man, just, like, that game consumed so much of my time. I had an entire month that year that I just didn't talk to anybody unless I was in school. Like, like nobody, like, like I was, I used to text a lot of people at that, that, that year, like, just cause I had a lot of friends and stuff like that. That was texting back and forth. Did not reach out to any of them. <laughs> I had them legitimately reaching out to me going, dude, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm playing Skyrim. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's insane, man. Cause like Skyrim was literally like, you were literally just like living a second life essentially. Yeah. Cause like you could like, you, you're trying to like, you're trying to save the world and there's all these other like storylines and like, you're trying to like stop a dragon from eating the world. You're trying and. And you like you can get a house and have a wife and family. See, I got I got the legendary edition of Skyrim. So like, um, well, not legendary, but like it was the special edition. So it was like the case was dope because like you know Skyrim's case is like it's black with like the stone dragon. Yeah. The case I had, it was like it looked like a metal door or something, and it was like a steel like wall with like the dragon as like an imprint on it, and it said like Skyrim like special edition. It had all the DLC with it. Yeah. It was like two discs. I remember that. Like, that was that was that was awesome. Oh, I got to give a shout out to fucking Budokai, the Budokai series, because oh, that game God. was really awesome. 
See, I'll, I'll I had, raise you. I, I at ra- one point had all of the Budokais, but I stupidly fucking traded them in a couple of years ago. Really dumb idea. See, I played Budokai, yes, but my main series that I played was Raging Blast. I was a big Raging Blast. My favorite will always be Budokai Tenkaichi 3. Budokai is great, and I think Budokai... I think I can admit that Budokai is probably a better game, so Budokai lets you play as, like, the great ape and Hercules shit. Yeah. Raging Blast was the one I just had and played the most as a kid, because it was just, like, holy shit. Like, uh, I I still remember, like, bro, like, if as a kid, I would hook up my MP3 player to my Xbox 360s. You could do that. And I would, like, have... And I would play, like, Animal I Have Become and I Hate Everything About You by Three's <laughs> Grace. And I would put on Phenomenon by Thousand Foot Crutch as, like, Goku fought Majin Vegeta <laughs> <laughs> on my Xbox. And then, like... Or, like, I would... That was another thing I loved doing all the time in that uh, game was, like, recreating some of my favorite fights from uh, the game because, like you would get, like, special dialogue that was literally from the show if you recreated certain fights. And you actually had... There were three achievements um, you could get. No, there was four. Um, one, if you beat Yamcha as a Cyberman with with the Cyberman's final attack, which was the suicide bomb. Yeah. There was one... And you had to do it on the, uh, the same app. One, if you beat Frieza... Um, with the um, Kamehameha Super Saiyan Goku on Namek before it blows up. One, you had to beat perfect, you had to beat like perfect complete cell, like the final cell form as Teen Gohan in the Cell Games arena with the uh, one arm Kamehameha. And then the last one, I think, was you had to beat Majin Buu with Majin Vegeta uh, <laughs> with his like suic- with his suicide bomb attack. I don't think Kid Buu had one. I can't remember all the way. I'll never forget because I started getting into Budokai around high school, and um, that was when I first started getting into Dragon Ball Z as well. Was in high school because like I had seen episodes and stuff from when I was a kid on Toonami and such, but I never really got into it until high school. Yeah. Um, but I remember Adam let me borrow Budokai Tenkaichi too because he had it, and uh, I used to play it like every night before school. I'd go to bed, I'd wake up early in the morning and play it some more before school and shit. Oh my god, <laughs> so much fun with Budokai Tenkaichi 2. And then my story for Budokai Tenkaichi 3 was actually really funny. I remember we had a school dance, and uh, you had in my school there were two different cafeterias because my school was split half boys, half girls back in the day, and then they became co-ed school. So the one, the north side of the school was like the junior and senior cafeteria, and then the south side was freshman and sophomore cafeteria. So uh, in the north cafeteria, this dance was the main dance floor. That's where the DJ was playing all the hit songs of the day and stuff like that, and everybody's dancing, having a good time. And then the south side was where they had a live band playing music. Nobody, like practically nobody was at the South Cafeteria. Everybody was all in the North. Uh, And I remember I was with Adam that day, but Adam was uh, dancing on the dance floor with with one of our friends at the time. And uh, I ended up hanging out with some of my other friends at the time. And uh, we were at the Southside Cafeteria and I happened to look down and I saw what was like those little like... What I thought was either a salt packet or one of those little fresh packs that you find in shoes and shit like that. And I was like, what the fuck is this doing here? And I picked it up as a joke and I actually looked and it was full. It was some, a piece of paper that was folded. I opened it up and it's a $20 bill. Oh, my God. And I'm like, oh, my God, I just fucking found $20. <laughs> so I, I kept that $20 and I held on to it. Uh, like later that week, I went to GameStop after school because that's what we used to do. We used to just stop at GameStop. 
Uh, kind of weird that I'm running that GameStop now, but um, <laughs> we used to. I, I stopped in that GameStop and I just happened to see Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi Three is like eighteen dollars, and I'm like, I have this twenty, so I used that to buy Budokai Tenkaichi Three, and I absolutely played the hell out of that game. Nice. Okay, here's all the story ones you had to do um, for um. Uh... Um, for Raging Blast, uh, Yamcha's premonition went against Yamcha with a Cyberman using the ultimate attack, Cyberman Bomb. Yeah. End of everything. You Super Saiyan Goku went against Full Power Frieza with ultimate attack, Angry Kamehameha. A message from Goku, Super S Super Saiyan 2, Teen Gohan. You had so much potential. Uh, went against Perfect Cell with ultimate attack, Father Son Kamehameha. Farewell to the Proud Warrior using Majin Vegeta went against Majin Buu with ultimate attack. And then for the final one, it was Lone Warrior used Android 17 and 18 to win against Super Saiyan Future Gohan with the Team Super Attack. That one hurts me. Because <laughs> <laughs> they beat the living crap out of Gohan in that special. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, man. Budokai Tenkaichi 3 had this game mode. It was a tournament that you could do. It was called the Yamcha game. And in the Yamcha game, uh, this tournament, Yamcha picks who you play as in the tournament. And yeah. so the tournament bracket's set up so that you fight all these players, all these like different characters and such. And then the final person you got to beat to get to the championship is Yamcha. So if you pick like easy mode or medium, you know, he gives you a relatively strong character, you know, your Goku's, your Broly's, your fusion, stuff like that. All the big, strong mm -hmm. characters. If you picked uh, di the highest difficulty, Man, he would pick you some really tough guys to get through that with. Like he'd yeah. give you like Hercule or like Devil Man or fucking like characters that couldn't really do much. <laughs> so but there was you make so, the most out of it with that character. Like I remember one time I got picked I got Devil Man, and Devil Man can't really do too much in that game. But I managed to get to the semifinals as Devil Man, but I ended up losing to Yamcha <laughs> because so he was just better. So that's funny. Um there's something similar in Dragon Ball Raging Blast 2 where each character kind of had, like, their own, like, what's the word, like, challenges or, like, preset fights to go through to unlock st stuff for them, unlock other characters, illustrations from the show, and, like, soundtracks. You, you can even gather the Dragon Balls. You could summon either Shenron or Taka or, pa or pa uh, sorry, Parunga, yeah. um, and you got and you made a wish. Um, but uh, for yeah, Raditz... Yeah, the same thing in Budokai Tekaichi. Yeah. You gather the Dragon Balls and whatnot. Yeah. Raditz had a special, really hard one. Where you played as Raditz, but you had to fight Super Saiyan 3 Goku, Super Saiyan 3 Vegeta, Super <laughs> Saiyan 3 Gotenks, and Super Saiyan 3 Broly. Oh my <laughs> just god. Be just because they stole your hairdo. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, are you kidding me? That is nuts. Yeah. like I was like, oh, come on. I remember that also had Cooler as well, and it was awesome. And I love playing as Cooler because, like, I like I I remember liking those games because, like, you ha you you could do like transformations, and the transformations had like full on like animations. And it was so cool to me. Like Cooler had the whole thing where he like got like all like like uh, he looked like Predator essentially. Yeah. And uh, and it would like literally cut the fight, and it would like zoom in on his face, and he would like get all big and stuff. <laughs> I'm trying to think who else. Um, I think. Android 13 hat one because he absorbs fifth. He absorbs uh 16 and 15's parts. Uh, no, not 16. No, it's it was it's 13, 14, and 15, right? Yeah, that's the one. And 15's the one. No, 13 takes 14 and 15. There we go. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, he looked cool. He was all blue with the and the and the friggin' like orange hair. Uh, trying to think who else had like a crazy like um transformation sequence. Uh, 
Oh, I like I liked um uh, I, I liked uh, I liked uh, Vegito. If you do the team battle and you had Vegeta and go, if you had anyone who had been fusing up, you can do a fusion moment. And I liked um uh, Vegito because Vegeta, if you had Vegito go, oh fine, he would fly off screen and just like <laughs> I can't believe I'm doing this. He puts on the Potar earring and then they would fuse together. <laughs> That's so awesome. Good. I yeah. love uh, yeah, Budokai too. Used to be they had the what if fusions of uh there was Tiencha, which was Yamcha and Tien fused <laughs> together. Um, they had, uh, what were some of the other ones? They had like, you could play as fat go tanks, which was really funny. You could play as skinny go tanks, which was really funny or just normal go tanks. Uh, you know, there's the Vegitos and the Gogetas and stuff like that. Uh, actually, no, I don't think Gogeta was around in Budokai too. So that was only Vegito, but, uh, they had the boo transformations that were really funny. Same. They were also in Raging Blast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They had, uh, they had some of the potential fusions that you can get, obviously Gohan and go tanks. But um, some of the ones you can get, you can get, like, Cell and Frieza and fucking, like, um, i trying to think, who else? There was somebody else that he didn't want, but he got him anyway. I think it was, Perfect. I was just talking about this with somebody the other day. Um, I can't remember, but the, I remember there were, one of my favorite fusions was uh, Gokul. Which is Hercule and Goku. <laughs> and fucking, like, Goku would throw the Potara just almost out of desperation, and Hercule would catch it and put it in, and then just immediately, as soon as they transform, they just go, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny you bring up the boot transformation. So in Raging Blast 1, Mystic Gohan was not in the game, actually. So, yeah. but, but here's the thing Super Boo was in the Gohan form. No. So whenever you turned into Super Boo in the Gohan form, he would then go to absorb Mystic Gohan, but they don't show Mystic Gohan's face. They just show him in the outfit, and they recreate the scene where, like, you just see his hand tremble as, like, he's taken in by, like, the pink goo. Oh, and, wow. Uh, but, and it's, it's, and that, I thought that was really funny. Mystic Gohan then did get added to, um, uh to uh what's it called um the uh the raging blast 2 so he so you would officially see him when he when he like when he transformed yeah who did, who did he like mystic who did he absorb to start messing up gohan oh yeah he absorbs the he absorbs the fusion messes up gohan because gohan can't be cool and then goku comes along and says all right now we're gonna fuse gohan and go gohan and goku but then gohan gets absorbed and he has to convince vegeta to do it oh that's awesome yeah uh, I, I, I love. It. I always found that weird that Goku has his literal two sons and best friend, but chose to save the failed pro wrestler and a dog. <laughs> 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 like, like did we? And I get that. Like Hercules, the one that has to like in the end, kind of like help to save the day because he convinces them all, like, "Yo, I'll give you energy." But still, like, where are your priorities at, Goku? <laughs> oh, so it was. Uh, he could absorb. Gohan, um, Vegeta, there was Frieza and Cell, and then mm. Gotenks uh, in Super Saiyan 3. And then the one that he could do that he didn't want was Tien. <laughs> <laughs> so he would absorb Tien and then just immediately go, no! <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's great. Because it's really not what good. he wanted. Gotcha. That was always if you, messed up the, uh, if you messed up the absorption, if I remember correctly. Gotcha. Well, uh, that was that was a lot of video game talk. We, we should again. We should do these like top favorites of all time again. We should do, we should do like albums or like songs or like shows yeah, and movies like, next time. Uh, 
Trying to think, what else do we do? Oh, I, Book of Boba this Fett. This has been has, the gaming hour. Uh, are, yeah, <laughs> this has been the gaming hour. That reminds Book of Boba Fett got a poster and a, and a date. Yeah, I saw. When's the date? Yeah. Uh, December 29th. Ooh, nice. Yeah. I'm stoked for that. And we're gonna be we're gonna be getting that in Hawkeye for the Christmas season, right but uh, yeah, the poster is dope. It's Boba on it's it's Boba on the throne, making me question my sexuality. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just like he's like, what's up? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm I'm ex- I'm excited. I cannot wait. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Should be a great show. Yeah, I'm excited. I think they released. It's gonna be like eight episodes. Now they say his story is just beginning. I'm like, oh, so does that mean we're gonna get like a um. Uh, um, is that, does that mean we're going to get like its own, like, um, what's, what's the word? Um, uh, season two. I mean, we're going to get a season two for it. I'm yeah. curious. Could but, be. Uh, yeah, that'd be, that'd be very interesting. Oh, wait, what the, what, what the, what, uh, apparently there's a, sn- apparently the director of Thor two is now claiming that he has his own like cut. I'm like, stop. Stop. <laughs> stop. Stop right there. I, I think Thor two is, I actually enjoy Thor two and I think it's all right, but can we not do this? <laughs> We've been through this. Sorry, I like the, the, come Release on. Release the second cut. The uh, it's the Taylor cut because Alan Taylor. the Taylor cut. Alan, Alan Taylor directed Thor: The Dark World. I'm like, oh, here we go again. Release the Taylor I cut. Just, I, just, I just, oh god. Four hour Revenge of the Sith cut. Let's go. See that act. <laughs> don't be careful because like so like I, I don't know if you want that. I do. Remember, the first hour of the movie was just on Grievous's ship. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm like, I, I, I'm like, I don't even. How do, how do you stretch an hour out of that? Yeah, right. <laughs> like Jesus. Oh, I wanted to give a special shout out because today is September 29th. Adam's birthday is tomorrow, so by the time you guys are are listening to this episode, it's going to be past his birthday. But I'd like you all to go over to Third Rate Nerds. On Twitter at Third yeah. Rate Nerds, go wish him a happy birthday. It'll be go belated, wish- but go wish him a happy birthday. Go wish him a happy birthday and do all that. Good and send send him your feet pics. <laughs> he'll he'll love it. <laughs> oh, I can actually talk about what I got what I got him because he's not gonna he, he's obviously gonna know what I got him because I'm giving it to him tomorrow. Right, but cool. uh, what I got him for his birthday is uh, he's gonna he's gonna flip at this one. So for everybody, I'm gonna go ahead and say this every year. I give Adam a birthday gift. I unintentionally, I, I shouldn't say, I shouldn't say it, but like, it's like, it's like I won almost, but like not really because he loves every gift that everybody gives to him, no matter what. It's just mine. I just happen to hit a fucking home run with him every time. And what is it? this year's gift is a 10th anniversary Waspinator from Beast Ooh. Wars that he's had his eye on. We went to the, we, the collectible store that we go to. He saw it there before, but he didn't want to spend the price on it. So when I went there, I actually came up with this clever ruse to try and figure out what to get him without actually telling him what I'm getting him. So basically, like, I saw a Beast Wars Silver Bolt. It was in its package. And I'm like, oh, fuck, Adam loves Silver Bolt. And I was like, I think I got him that one already. So I'm like, how can I tell him? How can I figure out if he if I got him this or not without telling him that I might be getting it for him for his birthday? So I came up with this great idea where I texted him. I was like, dude, I was just thinking about like possible kingdom lines or like possible like kingdom line. Or, yeah, possible kingdom lines. And I just thought it'd be really cool if they added silver bolt. He was like, dude, that would be amazing. And I was just <laughs> like, yeah, man, then you could have the original and then the, uh, the updated one. And I was just like, I was the, I was like, that was the fuse that I got you. Right. And he was like, 
He was like, yeah, it was, it was the Fusor, and then you had the other one. I was like, wait, I could have swore it was the, the one that broke was the Fusor. It was like a whole big spiel. But basically, he told me that I had gotten it for him already without him knowing that I was planning on getting it for him. So I was like, okay, I can't do that. And then I ended up going for Waspinator. Um, I also played the exact same trick by saying, like, uh, oh, yeah, we got Waspinator coming out in Kingdom really soon. That's going to be sick. Um, I was like, it's a shame you couldn't get that 10th anniversary one at the collectible store just to double check. Uh, and he was like, yeah, but I didn't want to spend the price on it. I was like, oh, that's the one I'm getting them. <laughs> mm, gotcha. Little did he know I was there picking it out the whole time. And when he hears this, he's going to be like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, this will not be coming out until next week. <laughs> I'll never forget the time I got Adam a gift and like his parents already got it for him. <laughs> <laughs> I got him that Spider-Man hoodie that one time for Christmas, I think. and Or was this his birthday? I forgot. What, I think no, it was Christmas. Dude, that was Tim one year for Christmas. Tim was like, dude, I got the best gift for you this year. And I go and I, I take it and it's a Moon Knight pop that I already have. So uh, I was like, dude, I already got this. I already got the Mr. Night Pop. And he was like, are you fucking serious? And then he goes um, he goes and he buys another gift. And he goes, all right, it's coming your way. It's the first issue of – it's the first appearance of Taskmaster, and I already have it. And he's yeah. like, what the fuck? <laughs> See, it, it's funny because I got um, – what, what, what did I get? Um, I got – no, I got you that – doc. I got Revenge on Adam's parents because I got you that Doctor Strange statue. Yes. And uh, and Adam's parents were like, um, uh, Adam's parents were like, oh, and they got you that statue. And Adam's like, Malik's already got. Yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, ha, 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 revenge. revenge. It was funny. You know, it was funny. Me and Adam went to Hot Topic one day. You know how you got me that Roadhog Pop, the Junkenstein one? Yeah. When I went to Hot Topic, I actually almost bought that, and Adam didn't know what to do. I know that was so, so he was funny. Just kinda, he was kind of just going. Like, I don't. I mean, I think, like he didn't know what to say. He's like, he just went like, maybe like, I don't you know, like maybe you should look at like, something else. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that was funny. It was one. Thing, it's moments but... that like that because you're like, how do I tell this person that somebody's getting it for him without telling them that somebody's getting it for him? You know, yeah. like. I like how like violent we get with each other when we like, get each other stuff. Like what I got him. Uh, a D and D module that he I wants shouldn't to say. Run. I, sh- I mean, I don't get violent. I just get you the gift and say, "Here you go." Like <laughs> you and Adam are like, "Were you?" I fucking gifted you so fucking hard, dude. Like <laughs> you're gonna fucking you're gonna fucking cry when you see this shit, you little bitch. <laughs> there, there was one thing. I almost got him a Spider Man statue from Hot Topic, but because I was gonna order, it, but it wouldn't have gotten here in time. It was yeah. like Spider Man like on a rooftop and shit. But it was like it was way too like fucking like it took way too long to get here. Uh, I think what else did I get? Else I got? I got him that Crash Bandicoot pop that actually was furry, like it was. It had like the felt. Like, oh, oh, nice. But, yeah, I was like that. He, he like he fucking liked that. I got him that. And I got you the Korg pop. I remember that year because I was yeah. doing Bridget's. So I got, I got, yeah. That was. I was like, I, I remember I gave like that's you and give this to Tyler because I was gonna be out of town. Um, trying to think what else happened the exchange. I uh uh. I remember too because I'm uh, 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 the old manager, my old GameStop manager. You 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 know him. Yeah. Uh, he uh, I he almost didn't let me buy that Doctor Strange statue <laughs> because I put it in the back. He's like, and he's like, you can't have that. He's put it in the back. You like, if we can't, you can't. You couldn't put that on hold. I'm like, oh. So I literally put it back on the shelf and then grabbed it again and bought it. <laughs> That's fucking great. I was like, great. oh, okay, and then just like grabbed it and bought it. I think what. <laughs> I was about to say something, but like we'll we'll save it for off the off the mic. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Anything else you want to bring up? Or like, no, it seems like For- the 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 natural conclusion of the show. Stop, ste- stop stealing my lines. What? That's my catchphrase. I say natural conclusion. Do you? Yes. I don't remember that. White man trying to steal everything from me. No, I genuinely don't remember. <laughs> Always with the race card with you. Because it's the easiest card to play and it never fails. That's, that's fair. It never fails. I don't get any say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? Uh, nah, nah, I'll say it. I was going to say, don't tell, don't tell the story of my leg yet? Nah, nah, nah. Not no, yet. I'll, say, I'll save that for another day. <laughs> you know, you know, what we should look into doing. We should be, we should look into one day doing like a live episode, like streaming it. That'd be cool. Yeah, like I, so I've been, I was talking like maybe I was thinking, for like, episode thirty. Uh, Ooh, nah, dropping nah. the gauntlet! Wow, look at you! Making, I was gonna say maybe episode fifty or like our hundredth episode. That would be cool. Well, that's like, a bigger milestone to do that yeah, with. Yeah, but like or like something because like I was like I was also thinking we should look into uploading to YouTube as well. Yeah, we we I've been I've been thinking about that. I I got to talk to you about that off camera though. Yeah, we got like oh no, let, let's let, no, yeah, they're a part of this. They're they're in this shit show. Let's let's discuss the no, business. No, with no, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the money laundering scheme that we have planned. <laughs> Wait, like no, that. and they just. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But yeah, that's uh that's the end of the show, everybody. Thank you, uh, thank you once again for joining us for another episode. I hate you all. Um, I need How you. you I need you guys to do me a favor because I'm, <laughs> I'm trying really hard here. I need you guys to go follow the Twitter. Please. <laughs> I feel like I'm begging here. Like, you are. I am. It's, it's so funny. If you like the show, please go follow the Twitter. I'm You're actively so... trying to post on there a lot more, and I think you guys will enjoy it. If you if You're you have any trouble finding it, it's probably because I capitalized really weird on the fucking Twitter handle. But it's You're so resigned and defeated <laughs> over this Twitter. Like, can, can we just go follow it, please? Like, can we, please, like, God. If you're having trouble finding it, it's at Hotza Podcast, capital H, capital I, capital P. All right, that's that's how you search it, and that's how you go and you find us. To give context for how the Twitter's going, uh, Tyler posted on our Facebook page, hey, check us out as a podcast out on, twi- on Twitter, and I commented with the hot to podcast profile, we have a Twitter? <laughs> Did you? Oh, yeah, I commented, like, I, co- I put a comment under the hot, with the hot to podcast name, we have a Twitter? Question I didn't even mark? see that comment. And, like, from Malik, and I put, like, a little hyphen said Malik to show, like, yeah, like... That's how Twitter's going. I saw Adam's post that said, uh, I already follow the cod- the podcast, post something funny. So I went to Twitter, and I fucking posted a tweet saying, what is the square root of 4,761? 69. Comedy gold. That's, that's <laughs> not what that is. Okay. <laughs> that's not comedy gold. Um, uh, see, like I will, I'll, I'll give you a little tease. We're, ha, it's a podcast. It's coming to TikTok, baby. Wait. Oh God! It's gonna be that now we're now we're going to be hip. We're gonna we're gonna hit all the trends. We're gonna have yeah. So, so what you're gonna get is you're gonna get you're gonna get your Malik and Tyler thirst traps, baby. <laughs> I kn- we know it's what you've been asking for. Yeah, but go follow us on Twitter. Go follow <laughs> us on Facebook. Just ignore it. Okay, <laughs> whatever. Sure. We're on Audible now. Go check us out on Audible. Yes, I had no can... idea that was a thing, but yeah, While go follow to... us on Audible. Take a break from that erotic porn book you're listening to and, <laughs> and check us and listen to these two studs whisper in your ear about the sensual life of podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> 
we just lost all of our demographic. <laughs> Everyone just like tuned out after that. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Hot. It's an ASMR. <laughs> welcome, everyone, to Hot. It's a porno. That's that's my goal to get this so big oh that God. we have the porn parody. Hot. It's a porno. <laughs> ha! Exclamation point. It's a porno. Is my goal. You think that's why I came in? You think I came into this this business to like. Like talk to you and to entertain you people. No, I came in here to get so big that I have a likeness of a porn parody. And guess what? My porno no actor has to be way bigger than Tyler. (laughs) 